All right, so I thought I'd do a quick little news bite episode. Firstly, because it's a story that really caught my attention, and it actually kind of ties into that Baphomet episode I'm working on. And secondly, because to be honest, uh, it'll also give me a chance to quickly issue a correction regarding the last episode. So I recently released that unscripted last-minute Halloween episode, and the story I was discussing involved a Christian pastor who was urging people not to celebrate Halloween due to its quote-unquote demonic and evil nature. And I was trying to make the point that as a non-believer, to me, if you strip Halloween of all of its pagan roots or influences and spooky imagery, you'd basically be left with just another dull and solemn Catholic holiday. And I say that as someone who was raised Catholic. And quickly off the top of my head, I mentioned the religious holidays associated with Halloween, and it may have sounded like I was saying All Souls Day was a commemoration of saints. Definitely a garbled brain glitch on my part. I should have explained it thusly. Halloween is a contraction of All Hallows' Eve, a hallow being an archaic term for saint, November 1st is All Saints Day, a general commemoration of saints, and November 2nd is All Souls Day, uh, a commemoration of all the faithful departed. Okay, so you guys know how neurotic and obsessive I can be when it comes to wanting to make sure that I get things right and that I don't put bad information out there. But now that's done, so let's move on to the actual story. So it seems that the Satanic Temple is suing or threatening to sue Netflix over the depiction of Baphomet in an episode of its show, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And at first I was thinking, well, Baphomet as the sabbatic goat, that hermaphroditic cross-legged anthropomorphic goat symbol that made its way into popular culture, has been kicking around since the 19th century. Does anyone really own the rights to it? But then I took a look at the depiction from the show, and stylistically, it does really look a lot like the Satanic Temple's iconic sculpture. The coloration, the proportions, the shape of the head, the facial expression, even the waves in the beard. It's to the point where if I saw it before hearing about this story, I wouldn't just say that's Baphomet, I'd say that's the Satanic Temple's Baphomet. And for those of you who aren't familiar, the Satanic Temple is a non-theistic organization. They don't literally believe in Satan. For groups like the Satanic Temple or Anton LaVey's Church of Satan, Satan functions more as a symbol of rebellion, personal freedom, individuality, etc. They're essentially atheistic organizations. I would say the Satanic Temple embraces more of a socially progressive, humanist philosophy, while the older Church of Satan embraces a kind of darker, perhaps more selfish, at its worst, uh, might-makes-right philosophy. It's funny, a while back, the head of the Satanic Temple, Lucian Greaves, actually offered to come on the show. But that's still yet to take place. If you ever hear this, the invitation still stands. I'm not officially a member, but in a way I guess I do support them, kind of, with my purchases. I actually have one of their Krampus mugs in front of me right now, and I'll probably buy some more Krampus merch. I hate the word merch, I don't know why, but (laughs) this year as Christmas draws a little closer. But anyway, I'll read from the article. 
So once again, this is from Rolling Stone, and it's dated November 1st, and it looks like it's by Lily Danziger, or Danziger. So it's entitled Satanic Temple Suing Netflix Over Sabrina Statue Design. A Baphomet statue featured on the new Netflix series starring Kiernan Shipka as a young Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Is that somehow, does that sound redundant to anyone else? A young Sabrina the Teenage Witch? So she's a teenager, which already implies she's young. But anyway, uh, is at the center of a controversy. And it's funny, just as a side note, the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original TV series, I think it was based on a comic, was actually one of my guilty pleasures when I was younger. And I think I kind of had uh, a thing for Melissa Joan Hart, who I, I don't know if she herself is Christian in real life or not. I have a feeling she might be. Uh, but she, I believe she did star in God's Not Dead too. But anyway, I'll continue. The Satanic Temple's threatening legal action against Netflix for the use of a Baphomet statue strikingly similar to theirs in the new series The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. The temple's co-founder and spokesperson, Lucian Greaves, tweeted Sunday that their monument design is copyrighted and that the show, quote-unquote, appropriated it. He also tweeted images of the two statues side by side, in quotes once again, for purposes of comparison. And as I was saying earlier, the statue really does stylistically look incredibly similar to the Satanic Temple's depiction of Baphomet. And so this just seems like a really bad judgment call to me. Netflix, or the people behind the show, probably could have saved themselves a big headache just by designing a generic Baphomet and not outright copying the Satanic Temples. As I was saying, the Baphomet symbol has been around since the 19th century. Um, so you could probably get away with a depiction of Baphomet as long as it doesn't look like you are plagiarizing someone else's specific design. But I'll continue. The new show, which premiered this month and stars Kernan Shipka as a young Sabrina the Teenage There it is again. A young Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I was going to say, that might make sense grammatically if, like, she was a tween or something. <laughs> I don't Or a toddler. But even in the picture, she looks like a teenager. So it seems redundant. A young Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And just so I don't have to worry myself about issuing another correction later on, I do want to say regarding the coloration of the statue, at least... I'm looking at a picture of Lucian Greaves with the Satanic Temple statue and looking at a picture of the statue from the TV show. And the coloration, at least, is different. Uh, the Satanic Temple's Baphomet looks like it's a dark gray color. And uh, the statue as depicted on the show is kind of a lighter, kind of off-white, maybe natural marble color or something. But the proportions, once again, and the, the face design, the shape of the head, etc., does look really similar stylistically. So where was I? Oh, yeah. The new show, which premiered this month and stars Kernan Shipka as a young Sabrina the Teenage Witch, 
a reprisal of Melissa Joan Hart's iconic 90s role has been well-received by audience and critics so far beyond this dispute. And so it's saying it's a reprisal of Melissa Joan Hart's role as Sabrina. And I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. Uh, I was reading up on the show on Wikipedia, and it was just simply saying it was based on the comic. So I don't know if one source is wrong, or maybe they're both right. It could be based on both the Melissa Joan Hart take on Sabrina, that 90s television series, which, of course, was originally based on the comics or whatever. Um, or maybe it was based directly on the comics, and they were just kind of ignoring the Melissa Joan Hart version. I have no idea. But anyway, I'll continue. When a Twitter user suggested that the show's use of the icon should be considered free publicity, Greaves replied, having one central icon associated with human sacrifice in an evil patriarchal cult is hardly good exposure and hardly a frivolous complaint. Fighting this bullshit is the heart of the cause. So I agree with Lucian Greaves there. As I was saying, the Satanic Temple is a non-theistic organization. They don't believe in a literal Satan. Uh, they believe in the separation of church and state and fighting for equal rights uh, and equal religious tolerance and privileges, etc. And I think a lot of people out there aren't even aware that non-theistic Satanism is a thing. You know, to them, they hear Satan or Satanist, and they automatically think of bloodthirsty devil worshippers wielding sacrificial daggers or something, you know? They can't look beyond the dark imagery. And to some degree, in a way, I think that's kind of understandable. This is a majority Christian country. And most of us were raised, despite our level of religiosity, you know, even if we were raised in nominally Christian families, most of us were still brought up with this centuries-old psychic baggage, this Christian duality, God, good, devil, bad, you know what I mean? So to a lot of people out there, they hear Satanist and they think scum of the earth, you know, the embodiment of everything that's bad. And I think in one way, I think that's partially why the Satanic Temple has adopted this whole Satanism thing. Don't get me wrong, I think many of the adherents or members and probably even Lucian Greaves himself uh, are really drawn to the symbolism to the aesthetic, and it does really mean something to them. But at the same time, I think if you're looking to really kind of try to prove a point regarding separation of church and state and religious tolerance, then a good way to do that is to take a belief system whose symbolism many people find repellent you know, that's reviled, and use that to try to test the limits of or make a point about religious tolerance or the lack thereof. And one good example is, it's pretty funny, you can find YouTube videos 
of members of the Satanic Temple uh, conducting or holding these kind of invocations uh, at city council meetings, etc. And, you know, the average red, white, and blue constituent or politician, to them, a Christian invocation is just dandy. But suddenly they see a guy in a black robe stand up and start chanting, and they find out the guy's from something called the Satanic Temple. Suddenly, oh, we can't have that. You know, people start getting really uncomfortable. And I think it makes a point. It's like, okay, are you guys really serious about this whole religious tolerance thing? Are you getting the point of the separation of church and state thing now, huh? You know? And I think this is also a quote from Lucian Greaves, and it's pretty long, but the show's creators did not utilize a generic sabbatic goat that is commonly used in many occult circles, such as the image created by, I think it's Elifus, Elifus Levy or Levi. And I know about this guy because I've been researching uh, the whole Baphomet concept rather thoroughly. I've been working on that Baphomet documentary for a while now. Elifus, or however you pronounce his name, Levy or Levi, that's not his birth name. I think that was his attempt to translate his name into Hebrew or something like that. But he was an occult, a uh, 19th century occultist who was the first one to come up with that sabbatic goat image. I believe he drew it himself. Uh, but the name Baphomet goes back centuries. Um, and it first comes on the scene during the Inquisition of the Knights Templar. And one possible explanation for the etymology is that it may be a corruption of the name uh, Mohammed. One archaic pronunciation of Mohammed was Mahomet or, or something like that. And supposedly that became wrongly translated or corrupted into Baphomet um, because the Knights Templar were accused of worshiping a head and there were different takes on what exactly this head was um a head that they called baphomet and they were also accused of incorporating saracen or islamic beliefs into their own practices etc i'll continue with uh greaves quote here but instead created an identical and easily identifiable replica of tst's statue Greaves tells Rolling Stone, Unlike most imagery associated with Satanism, the unique Baphomet statue designed and built for a TST is copyrighted, which grants the creator exclusive rights to determine whether and under what conditions this original work may be used by others. Given the show's utilization of the Baphomet statue to represent an evil cannibalistic cult, a perception falsely associated with Satanism even in modern times, TST would have denied its use to the show creators, he says. Not only does it contradict what Baphomet represents, we owe it to those who identify with us to not allow this image, and by extension them, to be represented in this way. In a copy of the demand letter sent to Netflix and Warner Brothers provided to Rolling Stone by the Temple's legal consultant, Stuart DeHaan, they asked that the company, by November 9th, 2018, please, one, take down any advertisements 
that features the likeness of the Baphomet monument. Two, take down or refrain from any use of the likeness from the chilling adventures of Sabrina or any other works. And three, produce an explanation behind the origins of the monument as used in the chilling adventures of Sabrina. The demand also notes that this matter could ideally be resolved without litigation if they will if they're willing to comply with these requests. Okay, so obviously you can probably tell I'm on the side of the Satanic Temple here. But you guys know how I like to keep it real, try to be as intellectually honest as possible. There was one part that, that's coming up that kind of made me go, hmm. Okay, so it continues. My client is struggling to overcome centuries of stigma surrounding their religious symbolism, Dahan explains in the letter. And so I found this bit a little confusing or was struggling to suss it out or wrap my head around it. It says centuries of stigma surrounding their religious symbolism. And yet if they're talking about Baphomet specifically, as I said numerous times in this episode, the Sabbatic goat symbol, that didn't come on the scene until the 19th century. And are they talking about satanic symbolism in general in that case i mean how old is satanism as a religion i don't know i'm sure throughout the centuries many people were accused of being devil worshipers how many actually were were there actually any satanic organizations uh you know how many were real how many were just christian fever dreams uh no idea but obviously the satanic temple and uh, modern non-theistic Satanism in general, I think, you know, this is all relatively new. So I don't really know what they're getting at with this centuries of stigma. But then it goes on to say, my client has expended considerable efforts in the design and creation of their particular expression of Baphomet, the goat-headed deity represented by this monument. This statue is an original work and until now has been associated exclusively with the Satanic Temple all around the world. This has deep religious significance to my client's organization. So I obviously agree with that. A lot of work must have gone into that statue. And even though Baphomet as the Sabbatic Goat is a 19th century invention, I think the Satanic Temple's depiction is stylistically unique. And I think that Netflix or whoever works in the design department there and made this decision definitely screwed the proverbial pooch, you know. Instead of designing their own unique take on Baphomet, they, they simply lifted the Satanic Temple's really bad judgment call. So this was supposed to be just a quick news bite episode, and we're now about 19 minutes in. So I'm going to call it quits. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, you know the drill, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Um, if you want to support the show monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash theweekendout and help the show out for as little as 99 cents a month. All right, brothers and sisters, till next time.